Wonderful singing. Thank you, ladies and gent. I was wondering what Caleb was going to do. I thought it was playing the piano. But uh, thorn among the roses there, as they say. Uh, I got to I got to apologize this evening. Uh, this morning I was naming names, thinking I got them all right, and I said Lisa and George over there, and uh, it's Lisa and Pete. So apologize. I I I sought him out after, and we got things right together. So. Um, and uh, he said, well, I have two first names, so, you know, my last name, well, I just got confused, all right? So, uh, Genesis chapter 3, actually, I'd probably known uh, Pete George, one of the longest here, so can you imagine that? The guy that I know the longest, I get his name wrong, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Genesis chapter 8 was where our reading was, but I want you to also pick up Ecclesiastes chapter 3 this evening, and just a, a, something I, I've been thinking through. Uh, I guess as, uh, as last year rolled around, and uh, as I mentioned, I think the last time I was here, really I was in a, just in a mindset of just asking the Lord what was next. And really this was the underpinning sort of thought through Scripture that, that the Lord showed me, and I wanted to share that with you tonight. Uh, we read in Genesis chapter 8 there, the, really the re- renewal of, um, of the... Um, of the earth, God had judged it, uh, the floods came, and, and now Noah was coming. But he, he mentioned something interesting there in verse 22. And uh, the Bible just says, While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. And one of the things I've noticed as uh, we've enjoyed our time here in, in Queensland is that um, your, your seasons work a little bit different. All right, uh, just, I'll be honest with you, I love your winter a lot, okay? And uh, remember the last time we were here, I was here on uh, end of May, uh, you mentioned, you know, this, was the, this is our winter, it lasts two days. I really did believe you there, and I think you're probably right. It's just that was as cold as it got. It was pretty cool last night. But, you know, in, in general, there's, there's seasons, right? And, and here uh, in... In Genesis chapter 8, the, the Bible mentions there that while the earth remains, this will remain also. There's going to be seasons. Now, um, we won't do a show of hands, but probably some of you, those of you who are a little crazy, you like summer the best, right? The, and I haven't experienced a, a Queensland summer yet. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to look forward to that with great anticipation or hibernate somewhere else. I'm not sure. But, um, but maybe that's you. You'll just love the heat. Maybe for some of you, you just you actually do. You, winter is your favorite. Um, maybe for some of you, you like autumn and sort of the, the temperate uh, nature of that. And, or maybe spring, the new life and all of that. And you just love the flowers. I'm sure the, uh, the charge keepers, they, I heard they have a, a yearly thing going to the Toowoomba Flower Show or something. And they love that. It's springtime. They see all of the the new blooms. And all of us here, we've experienced seasons from a, from a physical sense. We understand how they come about, why, and, and all of this, the cyclical nature of that. But, you know, we, I think we understand that God builds into the fabric of our nature that, that notion of, of time. 
And we have understanding that there's, there's the, the transition of those, but many times there's the beginning and the ending of that. And we recognize that those different times of the year, um, we, we know them as seasons, but you know, sometimes God deals with us and, and un- helps us just understand that in life there are, there are seasons as well. And, you know, I, I was just reflecting again, heading up here, just, just the fact that God led us through a, a series of events last year that caused us to start to, to pray about what was next. And we were starting to understand that perhaps that we were coming into a new season of our lives. Part of it was I, I, I was considering the fact that I will be 40 next year. And to me, that's sort of the, the midway point of my life, so to speak. You know, if all things being equal, if God gives grace in my life and lets me live till older, then really 40 is about sort of the midpoint. And I began to think about the fact that, you know, as a family, we were transitioning. Our, our daughter, Vicky, was going to be turning 13 next year. I was thinking, well, I need to start preparing for that and thinking, you know, I worked with youth uh, in youth ministry for a long, long time. I wasn't sure I was, I thought I was ready to have a teenager until I was, I'm nearly the dad of a teenager, then great fear and trepidation filled my heart. <laughs> and, and we were coming into, I thought, just a new season in life just because of the nature of, of my age, where we were at as a family. But, but, you know, sometimes God deals with us in certain ways. And, and there's this principle of seasons in life. And, and I want to define a season as this, uh, really a season for us when we come, when we think about it as far as um, where we're at with, with our spiritual life. A season is a time when God is dealing with you a certain way and for His purpose, and because of that has allowed some circumstances to come into your life. I'm going to define it that way, and we're going to see that in a little while, but many times, uh, if you really sit and think about it, God brings us through seasons of life. And there's many factors to that. that there, there's These seasons come through and they differ from one person to the next. We could be all sitting here and whilst it's uh, middle of winter in Queensland, in your season of life you could be in, an, in just a, a totally different place to the person next to you. Some of you, you're in a springtime, so to speak. There's harvest in your life. Uh, well, some of you, you're sort of enduring through a winter of your life. But all of those God brings, uh, brings across for different reasons and uh, these seasons come, come and go. One, one may be going through a season of trying and testing, while another may be going through a relatively calm season of life where everything just seems to be going well and things are going smoothly. And whatever the case, what I'm saying is you're in a season of life right now. You may or may not recognize it, but you are. And, and there are different seasons of life. There's going to be factors at play that will determine that. Sometimes it's simply just your age. As I look around this congregation tonight, and um, you know, I love Sunday nights. I'm glad you're here. Thank, thank you for that. But you look around. If you just quickly have a quick glance of the, the congregation, the church tonight, you're all at different stages of life. That, that factors into your season. All right, some of you, you're in your youth, and you have great vitality, and, and you, uh, you, know, you just seem like you just are endless in your energy. And you know, some of you already are... Th- uh, one of you already mentioned, hey, you're, you're ready for volleyball tonight? And I'm like, volleyball, you know. And some of you, you'll play and it'll be, you know, you'll, you'll go and you'll have a great time. I, I can do that tonight. I'll have a great time. But tomorrow, I'm not going to have a great time. <laughs> right? I will be in pain. 
and, and I'm just not in that season anymore. All right, but age has, has something to do with it. Um, your spiritual growth, your maturity in the Lord has something to do with that. Your spiritual condition right now has something to do with the season that God's placed you in, your relationships and associations. All of those factors God knows, and God knows what best season you should be in. And, and that being the case, each individual here tonight, you'll, you'll be in a season of life that's unique to you. And what I want to say tonight is, is, is understanding that and knowing that, that, it, that, that there's some lessons and some things actually in your season that, that God wants to teach you that you don't want to waste. Because sometimes I think God places us in a, in, in, a, in a unique time in our lives. And sometimes because we're not mindful of it, we're not looking beyond the peripherals of life, we miss out on the great things God's actually trying to do in our lives. And, and what we're going to see is that actually there's, there's going to be a cost to that. Uh, you see, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, if you quickly turn there, let's read a couple of verses here. It says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. You know, the season in your life that you're in has a, has a purpose. It's not like God just puts you in a season for nothing, just for the sake of it, for His own enjoyment. No, it's, there's, he's, he, finds, he finds that you're in a season for His purpose. There's a reason why you're going through what you're going through. There's a reason you're in this season of life. And so he says there's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. So all of this, notice there, there's, there's various situations that it, there's a time for that. And, and you know, you're going to look at that list and some of it you would look at and go, oh, I like that. It's a time to, you know, a time to heal, a time to build up. Some of those you're going to look at and go, those are negatives. Those are, those are actually difficult situations that I'm going to face. And, and there's, there's different times and different seasons that, that God's going to use for a different reason in your life. And, and, and what we see, there's a time for everything, though. But all of that, there's a great purpose for it. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Now, we know the book of Daniel. We, we understand the, the, the great revelation that God gave Daniel as far as the different ages and kingdoms. And so that's in that context. But the, the principle holds true. He says, you know, sometimes he's a, God's the one that changes the times and the seasons. He says he, he removes kings and sets up kings. And, and, and he giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. So he's saying in all of those changes, the different seasons of even here leadership, there's, there's great wisdom and understanding that we must gather. And, you know, there's, there's been a comfort for me there as we've gone through this transition that, 
that this is how God does things. It's not because it, this, is, this is just something that just happened. No, God has a purpose. God has reasons for it. And I, I think about, you know, that just all of this, we're in a huge transition time in our lives. And, and God was preparing us for this season. God was preparing you. You didn't even know it. And there's times where you just got to look back and go, well, um, I'm in this season now. It's not my favorite. I prefer the other season. But actually, I need to learn what this season is all about. I need to understand that actually God's the one that changes. He's the one that changes the times and the seasons. I was just, uh, we were discussing this afternoon how once we move here, we're going to experience our first summer and all of that. And, and you know, in, in Sydney, it's all daylight savings, right? And there's no daylight savings. Even that, like, we're just like, I wonder how that's going to be. And yeah, oh, thank you for that witness. But uh, we're going we're gonna to see that. And, and you know, sometimes we, we think it's, well, it's just man's invention. But listen, God, ultimately, he's the one that changes the times and the seasons. It's his design. God's the designer of seasons. And so we've then got to come to him for knowledge and understanding. We've got to rely upon the guiding voice of God through the seasons of our life. And I want to just share with you just a couple of, um, just a couple of thoughts about seasons of life. And I'm not sure, you know, as far as what, 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 you, will, uh, what you all are going through. I'm not sure where you're at. But I want to tell you the season you're in is needful. And, and you've got to make the most of it because actually the way you, you treat your seasons will affect the way you live your life. And so firstly, I want you to note that seasons, they've got to be discerned correctly. You've got to discern correctly the season. In Job 24.1, the Bible says this, Why, seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they that know Him not see His days? He's saying there's, there's nothing hidden from the Almighty. He's the one that sees the day. You know, even the Lord Jesus, he, he upbraided the Pharisees and Sadducees about something. Look at, look at Matthew chapter 16. We'll turn to this passage and then another one and then uh, we'll be done tonight. But Matthew 16, and notice verses 1 and 3. Tonight is, is a little bit more teachy. I hope that you'd listen in. Verse 1, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came and tempting desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. Verse 2, he says, and he answered and said unto them, when it is evening, you say, it will be feather, uh, fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowing. So he's saying you, you understand weather. Then notice what he says, O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? He's saying, don't you understand actually where you're at right now? So you can see physical seasons and physical changes to weather and time. You can, you can predict somehow because of the way the sky looks how it's going to be tomorrow, and you can't even tell the time you're in now spiritually. And he was, he, Christ was abrading the Pharisees and Sadducees for, for discerning that physical season and not the season of their own heart and life. It was actually, it was actually a time of repentance for them. It was meant to be a time where they were recognizing who Christ was and the, and the deadness of their religiosity. 
And, and yet they, they were not discerning. And, and what I'm saying here, the principle here is that we must learn how to discern or, or understand our season of life. You know, it, it, when you think about the physical season, there's certain, certain uh, connotations as far as what you would wear for certain weather, right? Um, and I guess, I guess, again, moving up here, we're going to learn a little bit more about that. Um, you know, I was talking to, to someone this morning, and I would just say, they were saying, you know, they like jackets. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, but I don't need them here. <laughs> Not really. And, and you know, there's, there's times where we sort of just, we wear something based on what we know the weather will be like, the season is. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, I, I worked with, with young people for a long time, and, you know, young people are just funny, right? Uh, I remember one particular one, um, I, I, with our Christian school, I, I would pick up, um, pick up students sometimes to go to school. And one particular student, he, he was, you know, I picked him up, and this was middle of June in Sydney. He comes out of the door, and I look at him, and he's wearing shorts and a T-shirt. And I'm looking at him going, what are you doing? And he said, oh, I was looking at the weather report, and they said it's going to be a heat wave today. <laughs> and I'm going, it's winter. And he said, no, 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 I saw it, I saw it, it's, it's going to be a heat wave. And I'm looking at him, this is at 7.30, teenager, being a young person, surely you would feel the coldness right now, you know. But being a teenager, being a young person, he just didn't get it. He just believed the weather report. Now, I figured he was probably watching the weather report in Dubai or something, <laughs> you know. But he comes in the car, and it was the coldest June day ever. It was freezing, and, and he came back, you know, we, we came out of the car, we, went, we were walking into the classroom, and he goes, actually, yeah, you're right, it's freezing. I'm like, it's winter, like... There's things that are obvious. You discern that because it's obvious. But sometimes, you know, we, we, we make decisions based on the season we're in. And the only way we're going we're gonna to put on the things that we're supposed to put on and put off the things we're supposed to put off is we understand what season we're in. It's not guesswork. We, we're discerning that. We're understanding it. You know, even as churches, I think sometimes... We've got to see what, what season of history we're in. You know, we're not in the 50s anymore. We're no longer in that time where the general population understood basic Christian principles. And we're dealing with uh, really a culture and a society that's becoming less and less Bible literate. And yet sometimes we don't, we don't understand that and we still might preach the same or we might still teach the same. And we understand the truths are eternal, right, church? But the way you teach it sometimes might be a little bit different depending on the season of life that they're in and the season that we're in as a church, right? We're, we're living in a, in a time where really we've got to discern that. And, and even the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, he said this, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. And you're going to note that really in different ages, you teach the Bible different ways. It's the same truth, right? But Paul recognized that there was a season of childhood and his actions were appropriate for that season. But now he's in a different season and he now needs to act accordingly. 
And, you know, it's going to cost you if you don't discern the season you're in. Right? You know, Moses, he was meant to be this great deliverer, and, and yet he didn't discern the season he was in. He took matters into his own hands. He murdered that Egyptian guard. And because of that, he had to run away, and he had to go through what he went through. There was a consequence. And, and he didn't discern correctly that actually it should have been a waiting season in his life. It should have been waiting should have just waited for God to bring him the right time. And yet, what happened? He didn't discern the season of his life, and it cost him. It cost him those years in the backside of the wilderness. And, and Christian, I'm simply asking, are you evalu- evaluating the season you're in now? What season are you in? Okay, you, you know, God's, God's not holding that as a mystery over you. You're meant to seek Him for understanding. Right? You're, you're meant to be evaluating what season you're in now. Uh, we're, we're meant to be evaluating and no, noticing the season of history we're in. We've got to be living soberly and godly, the Bible says, and righteously in this present time. And yet what we find is, is these seasons, they do come and go on purpose. They, there's a design to it. And God gives us a glimpse into his thinking when we consider the physical seasons. They come and go. Now, I've already mentioned summer a lot, but who's glad summer isn't all year round, right? Well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, even in Sydney, we're glad summer's not all year round. But you see, the, the seasons you're in now, they won't last because the next season is coming. They don't last forever. And the reality is we're in a constant transition from one season to the next. And this is on purpose because God is leading us somewhere. Sometimes we get too comfortable in a season. But that's not the point. God doesn't want to keep you there. He wants to move you along. He wants to bring you forward in your journey. He wants to bring you forward in what God would have for you. And so he, he disrupts that as we've spoken in the past. But sometimes we are, we, we, we are, we're not discerning that we're in constant transition from one season to the next. In 1 Peter 1, verses 67, the Bible says, Wherein ye greatly, though now for a season, but the next three words, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. He was under trial. It says, That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and honor and glory of the appearing, at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So what he was saying was, you're, you're, in, you're going through a season that's needed and that season is a heaviness and a manifold temptation. He was going through a great trial. But the, the purpose of that is that so that he could be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You know, for those of you who've gone through season, a season of life of great trial, maybe there was a, a health situation, maybe there was just a, some, a, some situation that God put in your life that you went through some hardship. I think in those times, sometimes we can fight that season and forget, actually, it's just a season. It'll come and go. And I'm glad for that. I'm glad that it's not always heavy. God has a purpose and plan for the season you're going through right now. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reminding you, they come and go. Okay, they, they come and they go. Be of good cheer. It won't last. And I, I want to speak uh, perhaps uh, even to the parents tonight. You know, I was just, again, reflecting how quickly Time goes, I noticed, again, in great thing for the church, a lot of young children, praise God, right, just travel around. Not every church has young children, 
And that's a good thing. And, and yet sometimes, I think sometimes the attitude about that is this is just too hard and I can't enjoy it. And listen, enjoy the season. that, that it's, It'll come and go. Before long, they're teenagers. Before long, they're young adults and they've forgotten all about you. <laughs> all right? And, and you just sort of go, well, how did that happen so quickly? Well, maybe we weren't present. You know, sometimes it's just about being present in our season. Why? Because we're discerning the need. And, you know, in, you need to ensure that, that actually, you know, for us as parents, you're, you're training them up in the ways of the Lord. You're investing in them. It, it, it might be that it just seems like this is the longest season of your life. But listen, you, we have a responsibility there. And, and we, we must look at that current season and understand this, is gonna, this has come, but this is also going to go. This is a time now where we're looking at it and, and we've got to understand that, that this season isn't going to last forever. Some of you young adults, you're, you're looking at your life and you think, well, I've got years and years and I don't have to take this seriously. I don't have to take my Bible reading seriously. I don't have to take my faith seriously. One day when I'm married, one day when I'm a parent, one day. And, and listen, you've, you've missed the season. It's come. And before you know it, it's going to go. And you better understand the season you're at. You better understand, and then you better understand that it's going to come and go. And the Bible reminds us in Galatians 6, 9, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. You know, many times we, we just sort of slog along, and we, there's a reaping to come, though, and we're, we're gonna, that, that'll be where we end. But this season of life won't last forever. Friend, if you're going through trials and testing and you're going through a difficult time, can I, just, can I just encourage you? It's a season. It won't last forever. There's, there's times of spiritual reaping. There's times of childhood. There's a time of adulthood. Those won't last forever. They come and go. You know, the Lord Jesus said this. He said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Here's what I want to say. Sometimes, sometimes I think as people, we forget that actually our life is one, one season of living here on earth. But you know, the next season is going to come. It's called eternity if you're saved. And you know what? This season's the only season that we have to work for the Lord. But I'm telling you, the Bible tells us life's a vapor. It appears for a little while and then vanishes away. You know, you, you speak to a young person and you ask them, you know, how long do you think 70 years is? And they think that's a really long time. I used to think that, but I'm over halfway there. <laughs> I used to think that, oh, that's a long time to live. Listen, not compared to eternity. You only have a short time and it comes and goes. You understand? You only have one life to live. It, this is the time. And we've got to discern that, that not only is this the time to work and labor for the Lord, it's going to come and go. And, and so because of that, understanding that there's the next season to come, then we've got to understand that also we've got to look forward then. We can't just be so, so enamored with the season we're in that we forget actually God's moving us to another season to come. And really that's where, where we, need to, uh, we need to understand because really... At the end, seasons must be discerned correctly. Secondly, they, 
you need to understand it comes and goes. But actually, the best way to, to handle a season is by preparing. You know, years ago, I had the opportunity to go and visit, um, visit some friends over at Washington State, and they lived on, on hundreds and thousands of acres of farmland. And I was just, uh, we were there in winter, and so, you know, there was a lot of downtime, but we were asking, you know, what they farmed. They farmed different types of, of, um, different types of crop. Every year they change it up. They were saying that, that really there's, there's certain times where all they're doing, they're, they're getting up in the middle of the night and they're, they're tending to, the, tending to the, what they've planted. There's other times in the year where they're just tilling the ground, but they're constantly working for the next season. It wasn't like they just sat idly by. You know why? Because they understood it, the, the secret to making the most of your season is being prepared. It's preparation. And in, in Proverbs 30, verse 25, the Bible says this, The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. They understand that they only have the summer to prepare for what's coming next. And, you know, often God doesn't reveal exactly what the next season will be. Sometimes He surprises us, but you know what? We've got to understand if, if what we understand about seasons is true, then what we're, we should be doing now is making the most of our current season because when we make the most of our current season, it prepares us for the next one. It prepares us. You know, often, often God will do that. We simply prepare knowing that the next season of life is coming. Look at Proverbs chapter 6. Look at Proverbs chapter 6. And look at verses 6 to 8. Notice here he says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Which, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. Hey, he's got no guide. He's got no leader. He just knows he's got to prepare. He, there's a proactiveness there. Preparation is something that, that he just does, knowing that something's coming up. Okay, preparation then becomes a very priority of each season. You understand how we prepare now affects our tomorrow. You know, those habits that we teach our kids, that helps them for the next season in their lives, right? If we can teach them at, as kids that the Word of God is precious, that they ought to have no Bible, no breakfast, <laughs> teach them those kind of things, then, then as teenagers, you won't have to fight them over it so much. Then as teenagers, as they make the most of that season, it prepares them for, for their, their, their young adult lives when they're trying to figure out life. And then as young adults, if they don't waste their time and they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do, then it prepares them for the next season, which is adulthood. You understand, but, but the preparation had to come. It wasn't like they just arrived. You know, no one gets unboxed as an adult. <laughs> the best adults I know, they either had to learn the hard way or they learned through preparation. And, and preparation is the key. It's best handled by preparing. You know, when we don't prepare in our seasons, there are consequences. You know, I, I often sit with, our, with young adults who, you know, they're, they're getting prepared to get married. 
And they'll come to me and they'll say, hey, pastor, I'm thinking of getting married. I've been dating this girl for a little while. And they ask me, what do I think? And, and I just ask them, well, what are you doing with your life now? You know, do you have a job? Do you, are you walking with God the way? And I ask them, are you spiritually mature? Why? Because I'm, I want to know that they're handling their season now because that season that they're currently in is supposed to prepare them for the next season. And my concern is if they're not, they're not preparing now, they're going to reap consequences later. <laughs> and it's going to be difficult. And, and you know, marriage has a way of, of adjusting you, if I can say that. And, and if you're not moldable already by God as a single man, then, then forget about going through that already adjustment period with, with ease and with the, the kind of preparation you're supposed to have. It's, it's going to be difficult. And we understand, again, that, that there's, there's, there's those processes in place. And, you know, they, they go through that and there's meant to be this preparation. And then they're, they're, there's, there's a hampering, there's, a, there's a, a hindering of greater fruit and greater, uh, greater blessings. Why? Because the, the previous season, you know, sometimes you, you look at, again, and I don't want to pick on the young adults tonight, but... Uh, it's just fresh on my mind. Um, you know, sometimes they, they, they want to make better decisions, but because they wasted their time and they wasted their young adult years, you know, sometimes they're hampered with moving forward. You know, maybe God had a calling for them. Maybe God wanted them to do something, and yet they lived for themselves in their young adult years. Maybe God has a calling for you, and, and maybe you look back with regret because actually the season of preparation that God gave you, you wasted. And I don't, I don't mean, to, mean to pick on you tonight, but what I'm saying is there, there's something that God is trying to teach you today and in this season of your life that's meant to prepare you. And, and, and please, please be mindful because you just don't know what, what God's going to bring you through next. And I'll tell you, the way you're going to survive that and thrive is actually by preparing now. Is actually by making the most of the season you're in now. Again, I think about that, you know, um, I think about my own life with, with where we're at now. You know, someone asked me, um, just a, a friend of mine outside of both churches, Southland or, or Good Shepherd, they just asked me, well, how do you feel about this whole thing? Do you feel like you're prepared? And I said, well, I'm just, glad, I'm just glad God brought me through, and I'm glad I've got the time in, in Southland under my belt now. And I'm glad for those experiences. I'm glad for that. And, and you know, sometimes we don't know what's coming up. I certainly didn't. But I wonder, I look back and I go, I wonder if I didn't say yes to God back then, if I had the availability and the ability to say yes, yes to God today. You know what that was? Is preparation. And I just didn't know it. And, and you know, the, the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cult. Therefore, because he didn't take advantage of his season, therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. You know, I think sometimes the reason why we have great regret is because actually God gave us the time to prepare, but we didn't make the most of it. We missed a season. Maybe we pined for a different season. 
But actually, the season we were in was where God wanted us to be. And so how do we prepare? We need to understand that this season is for the next. We've got to tend to our season well. And, you know, I want to say that you may not fully understand what season you're in, but, you know, we're in, really, we're in a season of life where we're meant to be serving. You actually, this life that we have, this is the season now to prepare for the next season, eternity. And maybe you're here tonight, and the Bible says this in Jeremiah. It says, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. You know, one day it'll be too late for you to come to Christ to know Him as Savior. One day it'll be too late. The summer's ended. The harvest is past and you're not saved. And that's a sad thing. But understand that, again, we're gonna, you're, you're in a season of life and, and I hope that you're just looking with discerning eyes what season you're in now. I hope then you understand that it's come and gone. It's going to come and it's going to go. In Psalm 37, verse 5, commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And then I want to I encourage you tonight, whatever your season you're in now, discern it, understand it's going to come and go, but make full use of it. Because the next one's about to come. And, and remember, God's the one that changes the times and the seasons. But that's just how it works. You know, too often we allow life to just sort of idly pass by, we sort of just live existing. We don't really think about where we're at for the Lord. Another year comes, another year goes. That season of life, you just go through it and you barely survive. But I want to tell you, another one will come. The, the question is, is not really what's, up, what, what's coming up next. The question is, what are you doing in the season of life you're in now? Hey, young people, listen. Listen tonight. You're in a season and you think you're going to be young forever. It'll quickly pass. You better make the most of that season. You parents, you have young children, you have teenagers, make the most of that season. You are who have older children, they've passed, you're now in this season where perhaps you can invest in others. What I'm saying is make the most of it. Are you discerning the present so that you can prepare for what's coming next? I heard a story about a, a, a pastor who was filling up his car with petrol, and this was in the state. So if you've been there, most places, and especially out in the country, someone else fills up your tank, right? So I was speaking to the man who came out and f was filling up his tank, the attendant. He was working quickly. There were many cars ahead of him. There were many other cars waiting and so the attendant motioned the, the pastor forward. He says, you know, come up. And the young man says to the, the pastor, he says, I'm sorry about the delay. It just seems as if everyone waits until the last minute to get ready for a long trip. And the pastor looked at the young man and he said, you know, it's the same in my line of work. Everyone waits too late. And listen, um, I, I don't know. This was the message God gave me for tonight, but I don't know what you're preparing for. I don't know what season you're in, but I'm going to tell you, the next one's coming. You know, God's the one who's in charge of the, 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 the changes of time and season. And what he expects is this, that you would use the season you're currently in now. You, you, would, you, would, you would discern it, 
you would understand the nature of it, and then you would make the most of it in what he's trying to teach you and what he's preparing you to do. And so how are you preparing for the next season of life? Again, can I just encourage you tonight? You've only got one life. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And you might not, you might not quite comprehend what season you're in, but we're in a season of life that only this time you can work for the Lord. Only this time are you... One day there will be time for rest. We rest in Christ now, but one day it will be rest. I'll tell you, that's not the season now. Now is labor for the Lord. Work for the night is coming. And so tonight, however the Lord leads you, maybe just, just take the time and maybe just do this. Maybe just say, Lord, show me what season I'm in. And Lord, here's my season. Please, please use it in my life to prepare me for what's coming next. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the time. And Lord, I, I don't know where everyone's at. I really don't, I, but you know. And, and Lord, you're the one that designed how seasons work. You're the one, dear God, that, that even as we look at the physical world and how it, it works, Lord, you're the one that, that really replicates that in our spiritual lives. And, and Father, we are really at a place where we ought to seek you for understanding and wisdom about that. And so I pray that you just help us to be surrendered, Lord, daily, but Lord, surrendered in our lives to, to know that this season that we're in is a time of preparation, but then the, the next season is to come, and, and Lord, again, you, you would have a great purpose in that. So I pray that you'd, you'd help us. I pray that you'd just comfort our hearts. Lord, for those of, who are going through a trying time, Lord, for those who are going through perhaps discouragement, perhaps they're going through a, a difficult time, Pray to God that you'd help them understand look, that this season has come. There's a, there's a purpose for it. But Lord, there's a this is a season indeed, and it'll come and go. And I pray that you encourage them that way, Lord. And pray that as a church, we'd understand the season we're in. As a church, you'd help us to understand the season of history we're in and, and how we're meant to minister. Give us wisdom. Give us understanding. And help us, Lord, to be effective in our season so that, Lord, in our eternity, we can rejoice greatly in you. And so we love you, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' most precious, holy, wonderful name. Amen.